Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everyone, I'm Nikki. And I'm Tyler. And we are page turners and button mashers. Do you guys love books, games, or even both? Well, we have the podcast for you. I come in with a book of the week, sometimes a series of books, and give you the tip to tail of the book and base on how many pages turned it was worth. Then I follow up with a game of the week and give you the ins and outs of what to expect, how many awards, and of course, how much I loved it. So if you love books, if you love games, and if you love witty openings, then you should totally tune into Page Turners and Button Mashers. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Hey everybody, so it's Aaron again. Time for another episode of I Had to Say It. And this episode, we're going to try and get... I know I've been talking a lot about politics and stuff lately. That's just what's been on my mind. It's been kind of an unavoidable side effect of the current circumstances here in the United States. But that was never my intention when I set up this little ordeal or endeavor, whatever you want to call it. I never intended to make this into a political thing. Like I've said in prior episodes, I do this just as much to vent as anything else and to get my thoughts out there because I really think... These are things that need to be talked about, and with the world being what it is at this point, we don't necessarily get to talk about these things as much as we should. But I never had any intention of being solely political, and that should be kind of apparent from the early episodes where there was a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But with everything that's been going on in the United States these last couple of months, there's really, that has been in the forefront. And so for this episode, we're going to take a little time out, a little breather, a little mental space to... Talk about actually just having some good health habits. This is something I've been thinking about a lot lately. I recently had a friend pass away, and this was the most surreal kind of time for this to happen to me. It's one of those things. He died New Year's Eve the, doing the minimal contact thing. I watched the services online, and it's kind of... This is a guy who had made a lot of changes in his life to be healthier and to be more conscious about these things and kind of very suddenly hit out of left field and he passed away and it was horrible and I'm going to miss him every day until whatever, you know, my ultimate fate winds up being happens. And in that vein, I got to thinking and it's been rolling around in my head a lot over the last few days and I'm thinking about about health and about well-being and about doing things to be better for ourselves and there's all the obvious things we need to get exercise we need to eat a healthy nutritional diet and like anything else there are a lot of different things out there and not there's no one guaranteed magic cure-all there's no fix that's going to work for everybody everybody's body is different everybody's lifestyles are different everybody's approach towards these things is different. So there's no guaranteed magic bullet that's going to be the right thing for any one person. And you have to work with it. You have to play around. You have to see what works for you. But be conscious of these things. Monitor your health. Go to the doctor. Get your checkups. Go to your dentist appointments. Oral health does contribute to your overall well-being and health. 
make sure you're getting enough sleep. If you're not getting enough sleep, if you go to bed all the time and you wake up feeling unrested and you toss and turn all night or you're waking up 15 or 20 times a night, go get the sleep study done. Yeah, some insurance doesn't cover it. It can be a little pricey. I went and got one a few years ago, and I have never for one single solitary second regretted it. They found out I had sleep apnea and was basically dying like 127 times a night because I would literally stop breathing until I woke up. And at the sleep study, they interrupted it after like the three-hour mark and said, okay, you've had enough sleep interrupts where we're going to put this mask on you. Normally, they make you come back for a second session so they can do a comparison. And they were just like, no, you have it super severe. Put this on. And I literally put the mask on and switched out and went into basically a full-on sleep coma and got the best night of sleep I had gotten probably since I was, you know, in my early 20s, if not younger. I mean, I've never been a huge sleeper to begin with. It's never been more than maybe four or five hours unless I'm sick. But, you know, an average night of sleep for me is around four hours of sleep. And if I get good sleep, that's more than enough for me. I can function on that. That's, again, that's one of those things. Not everybody's the same. Some people need seven, eight hours of sleep to be a functional human being the next day. Some people need less. I happen to be on the end of the spectrum where it's I need less. But as soon as the less started to get to be a better quality of sleep and I was actually getting rest, the difference was just monumental for me to notice. I, I felt better. I had more energy. I, my body started functioning more naturally and better. I started losing weight even without changing anything I was doing. And then in the interest of dialing in our health, we've been messing with our dietary intake and uh, we've gone into the keto thing where we're doing um, minimalized carb co- carb contributions to our dietary nutritional values over the course of the day. Uh, we have not gone like full-on carnivore or any of that stuff. We still eat vegetables and occasionally a little bit of fruit here and there, but you got to be careful with that because it's all really high in sugar levels and, and the glycemic index on a lot of that stuff. And Yeah, there's a lot of stuff involved in doing it right, and it's <laughs> worth the time. Because, you know, realistically, you only, unless you're one of the reincarnation people, in which case, good on you. If you're right, I hope it works out for you. But we only get one trip through, so you got to take care of yourself. You got to do what you need to do to keep your health in line. And, you know, there's all the, I'm not going to lecture anybody about their habits or what they do to relax or to get by. There's all the different substances you can partake into alter your mental state or your even your physical state and those are all your choices and I'm not here to preach yay or nay I have seen plenty of people who have manageable recreational habits I've also seen horrible horrible sides of addiction on various degrees of drugs from anything from people who are addicted to coffee I, I'm addicted to coffee I'll be honest I I really when I don't get my cup of joe in the morning I get a headache I I'm irritable all day I need my coffee and that's a legit one it's a legal well I shouldn't, shouldn't say legit but I should say it's a legal vice so it's not nearly the issue that I happen to need my cup of coffee I can make a cup before I leave the house I can get a cup on the drive-thru if I'm in a rush on my way to wherever I'm going but I gotta have it I know it's not necessarily the best for me I know if I don't get it and I start to have physical symptoms of withdrawal, that means I am addicted to it. So it's probably not necessarily a good thing. But like 
the majority of the things that people do. I am a proponent of the philosophy of moderation. I think if you can control your your intake of things and you can control your behavior and you don't let these things dominate you, I'm kind of the hands-off like you should be able to do more or less what you want. I, I've never been a big fan of... I don't think prohibition works for anything, period. Uh, societal prohibitions against certain acts and things like that, yes. You, should we be pro- prohibiting murder and things like that? Yes. That's not something you can fix by saying we need to treat this as a symptom, not a, not a crime. But when it comes to matters of things that, like substance addictions and things like that, I am one of the people. I'm a proponent of decriminalization because... Like I said, prohibition doesn't work. It never has. If it had, we wouldn't be able to go to the to the store and get a get a case of beer if we felt like it. We wouldn't be able to. I mean, they have at one point or another tried to outlaw and ban so many different substances, and it never works. All it does is create a black market. It creates loose regulations. If you're getting your drugs from a drug company. It can be regulated and monitored and prescribed and kept track of, and certain safety standards will be held, as opposed to if you're buying your meth out of some crackhead's basement. It's it's one of those things where I think if we want to fix the problem, we need to decriminalize it and address it as what it is. The government can get you know maybe ease the tax burden on the population a little bit by taxing the shit out of it through some sort of excise or sin tax. And that would satisfy the the bureaucrats' need to get their beaks wet in the whole thing. The war on drugs does not work. It's never going to work because the reward from these illicit ventures is way too high. If you legalize it, regulate it, tax the shit out of it, and you treat matters of addiction, and if it's kind of like with any other DWI, DOWI, any of that shit, if it's actually properly enforced and followed up through on, and we could treat matters of addiction as a health concern rather than a legal concern, I think the world would be better off. But that's not really a tangent I'm going off on. This is not my legalize it speech. This is, I'm, I want to talk about general overall health. So whatever you do to get through, however you're coping, whatever you're doing, if you're doing it as a recreational thing is one thing. If you're using it as a crutch or a coping mechanism, all I can say is please go out there, seek out some help. There is all kinds of counseling available out there. A uh, quick Google search will give you all kinds of options. There is virtual online doctors you can talk to now. There are counselors. There are programs in place all over the place. And realistically, even, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you're facing something and you're struggling and you just need somebody to talk to because you're worried, I have a phone number on the website. You can call me and I will talk to you. I mean, I by no means am any kind of counselor or any sort of expert on when it comes to any of that stuff, but I'm a good listener. Sometimes that's all you need. And that's an aspect of the health balance and the lifestyle balance we need to bring into a regular thing and you know new year everybody's making resolutions about self-improvement and all this other shit i don't think resolutions work i think they're a bad idea i think you can make commitments you can make lifestyle changes but if you're doing it with like some unrealistic goal and just you need to do these things in baby steps you can't just say well i need to go out and i need to lose 50 pounds well that's great how about you say I'm going to change my dietary habits a little bit so I can not only lose this weight, but I can maintain it without suffering. 
there there are so many programs and coaches out there and different systems in place if you're willing to put in a little work you can find something that's going to work for you you can get your health your overall health physical mental social the whole shebang and when you're in a position of being healthy it reflects on your mentality it reflects on your attitude if you feel better you're going to start doing better and one of the downsides to the whole covid thing has been the lockdown mentality where people are shut in and it, it we're we are social creatures so mentally we need to some kind of interaction which is why a lot of us have turned to social media which has been a blessing and a curse with this circumstance it allows us to keep a certain degree of social interaction and certain things but it's also been way too much of all the negative side effects of social media have been compounding because that is everyone's only outlet at this point. They can't go out and talk to somebody face-to-face. They can't go out and have a few beers and calm down with their friends. They sit there and just stew and focus and zero in on all these things that would be easy to shrug off in the real world. But when you're sitting at your desk staring at a screen all day or sitting on your phone all day that's what you focus in on and it's not mentally the best thing for us plus also we need sunlight it's a proven fact and there's studies showing that when it comes to your natural immunities fighting off the rona and realistically any other infection vitamin d and date good old-fashioned daylight is a good thing we need to have it in our system it's a healthy thing to get regular doses of you can't You either have to take a lot of supplements or you have to spend some time outside. And realistically, supplements are a good thing for people with particular conditions or situations, but if you're living a healthier lifestyle with less processed foods and less, less interference, basically, you shouldn't need as much a a smaller daily supplement because your body can only process so much of that stuff particularly any water soluble vitamins your body will take what it needs and all that extra that you're taking in that you don't need is just going right back out with the waste so you know do a little research pick up a book again by i'm by no means an expert or a counselor or anything like that but it is something we need to take into consideration and we need to find healthy (laughs) productive ways of dealing with this stuff I mean, I try not to focus too much on the whole, oh, well, the calendar, we made some arbitrary loop around the sun. It's going to change everything. But it is an opportunity to capitalize on the attitude and the mentality of it's time to make a change. It's time to do something positive. And that is good health. That is good for you. That's as good as a good night's sleep anytime to just make that commitment, to make that change. And don't do it in these massive sweeping, like, I'm going to completely rewrite my life. It's it's baby steps. It's learning to walk over again. It's You have to take it in little doable bites. And you take those little doable bites and you build on them and you stack them. And next thing you know, you've actually made progress. And I'm saying this as somebody who, my own health is nothing to be put up on a pedestal, but I'm working on it. I'm getting better. In the last, you know, several months, I've dropped double digits amounts of weight it's a pretty significant weight loss actually i mean i'm not i'm nowhere near where i need to be but i'm heading back in the right direction and getting healthy again so you know good on me yay me and um 
yeah, that's really, it's, there's all kinds of aspects to it. And I'm not any kind of guru. I'm not an, I'm not a active athlete. I'm not a nutritional expert. I mean, I do have more nutritional background and information and skill than, you know, your average person. I mean, I'm not a dietitian by any stretch of the imagination. I do have basic nutritional training. It's kind of a, an aspect of my career that I've been doing for so long. And to a lesser extent, the specialization that has gone into certain aspects of my career path where I've had to learn extra stuff. But there are counselors out there. There are people to talk to. There are nutritionists. There are dietitians. There, I mean, go on your social media, and you've probably got a dozen people you went to high school with that are trying to plug some sort of nutritional program because it's everybody's got their 2020 hustle on. And realistically, a lot of this stuff, it's people that are using it that are trying to sell it. So it's got to have, they've got at least some sort of basis for their endorsement. So do a little due diligence. Say, yeah, hey, send me some info. I'll read your emails. I'll read the, the stuff. I'll do some comparisons. Don't just blindly accept anything. Don't accept anything just because I say it. Don't accept anything because anybody else says it. Be critical. Use your mind. Think about these things. But do it. That's the thing. And uh, that's kind of my little spiel on we need to be a little more conscious of our health. And we're going to take a quick little break here. And when we come back, I'm going to address something else. So... Uh, we're going to stick the quick break in here, and we'll be back in a minute. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, guys, so thanks for listening to that. Now, for the second half of this episode, I want to kind of get back into the whole Aaron Recommends thing. I have, I really like that. I still think there's a lot of cool stuff out there that people need to look at. And I'm always up. If you've got something cool and you think I need to check it out, please drop me a line. Let me know. I'm always up for new stuff, new books, new movies, new music. I will listen to damn near anything at least once. I mean, I've gotten into some really kind of out there music stuff. And there was a time where I used to say I'd listen to anything except country, but I've even gotten over that. And one of the things I'm going to recommend today is actually a country artist that I learned about through some of the people I've started interacting with online and after starting the show, other podcast hosts and programs I've started listening to that I've found here, there, and everywhere. And most of my recommendations today are actually going to be tied into the whole podcast thing. It's going to be a bunch of shout-outs to a bunch of people that I've already covered some of them. Uh, Dumbfound Dead and uh, Malice, obviously. I had Ariel on here. And there's Reverie True Crime Pod I've mentioned before. Uh, There's Terrible People Doing Terrible Things, which is a show with two ladies that get into exactly what it sounds like terrible people doing terrible things and i haven't mentioned them in the past uh so (laughs) i've got a whole bunch of recommendations i'm actually going to be adding a page to the website that is just going to be other podcasts and it's the stuff i listen to i mean these are shows i follow on a regular basis 
anytime I'm in the car these days, it's what I'm listening to. They're all small indie deals. It's not any like big megastar shows because I really think it's goes kind of back to that whole shop local, shop small business mentality. That goes for creative stuff too. I would believe in supporting local musicians back when we used to be able to go out and go to bar bands and stuff like that. And this is really no different. These are creative people that are trying to do stuff. There is, I've I've gotten into true crime podcasts. There are podcasts about music that I listen to. I believe I've mentioned the Infectious Grooves pod, podcast on a prior episode, and that's actually where I got this guy that I'm going to recommend, who's a musician. Uh, he's really the only new musician that's come up in my rotation recently. Everything else has been. Uh, either podcasts or stuff from like the 90s that <laughs> have just been on that kind of kick it's like uh, high school all over again but this new guy his name is Sturgill Simpson and he started out as he's a country artist technically and his first couple of albums are really like they're really country they're very twangy and you know fiddles and yeehaw boy let's Let's go rope and raise a bronco, you know, whatever. But it's the guys are really talented musically, and after his first couple of albums, it starts getting into more experimental stuff. And there's some, you know, there's some really cool stuff on there. Songs he wrote about having his kid and things like that. And there's you know a couple covers in there that are pretty cool. And he's got a lot of really like experimental, really just it's it's really cool stuff. Look it up. You know, he's on every streaming platform since nobody really goes out and buys CDs, unless you're the, some of the people that are into vinyl. Um, so yeah, another quick another quick little shout-out to Longshot Vinyl in Racine. Uh, if you're in the area and you're look, looking for some vinyl, go get a hold of them. They can hook you up with pretty much they got all kinds of cool stuff. It's cool people, cool environment. And, uh, the infect, again, to re-mention, Infectious Groove Podcast is they're all about music, and it's a really cool show. And I highly recommend you check them out. So beyond that, we're going to get into a few other programs that I've been listening to a lot lately um, that I don't think I have mentioned in the past. I am pretty sure these are all new recommendations. Uh, first, we've got the Bub and Gob Show. It's a couple of guys, you know, lifelong friend types. They've been knowing each other at least since high school, from what I can tell, just from listening to the program. <laughs> Possibly further back, you'd have to dig a little deeper to find out. But a couple of real, they're they're funny as shit. They they have games and drinking games, and they drink coffee and talk about movies and games and sports. And they have other guys on there, and they do trivia and and music. And it's it's just it's really cool. It's kind of a it's it's funny. It's entertaining. Check them out. They're pretty cool. Uh, and then through them, I actually found this. The next one is the Four Nerds by Nerds. Uh, it's two guys that just talk about all things nerdy. They 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 talk about all kinds of nerdy shit, and it's awesome. And they're really entertaining. And then we've also got in a similar vein another one where it's kind of random, just shit that's talked about, and it's funny takes on stuff. And it's there. It's the dads on Dayquil, and they are it's three guys that sit around and talk about dad shit and they talk about their kids and they talk about what's going on in the world and movies and entertainment and all sorts of other stuff so they're that's pretty cool you know if you ever want to check them out they're a good program there then we've got the ladies of the nopeville podcast which is another one 
started interacting with them through one of the social media platforms and then checked out the show and decided it was pretty cool. They just talk about all kinds of different things. Just make it, nope, just nope right out of it. Supernatural type stuff. There was an episode about doomsday and end of the world type thing. All kinds of kind of spooky, creepy, whatever, however you want to look at it. And it, it's it's it was really cool. I I was actually, the first snowfall we had this year happened to be while I was driving down the highway in the dark listening to their new episode, and it was really surreal. So it's a cool show. And then uh, a, couple, a couple more we're going to throw out there. I got the uh, Crime Time Nerds. It's another, it's a couple of sisters. They do a true crime story. It's got humorous tilt to it. I mean, it's dark and morbid shit, but it's dressed in a light and fun way. So that's another one to check out. And again, these are all available pretty much anywhere you can stream a podcast. Just go in, type the names into the search bar, they'll pop up. You click on them, you listen to them, they, you've realized that I'm right and they're awesome, and you subscribe and follow. And just to put this out there before I fit, wrap up what I'm trying to say here, every single indie podcaster that you listen to, really wants you to follow them subscribe like give them a review and if even if you don't like the show give them a review so they know what they need to work on because i know personally that's one of my biggest complaints is i don't get any feedback with a few exceptions a lot of this is i'm shooting blind here so i i speaking from my own personal perspective click the like button leave a rating leave a review Leave comments on the episodes. It's something, it's a little thing. It takes a few minutes out of your day, and they will appreciate the hell out of it. So anyway, uh, back to my recommendations. Another one, you got Page Turners and Button Mashers. It's a couple that they talk about interesting books and video games. Two of my personal favorite things in the world. I love to read, and I love to play video games. Because books have always been one of my favorite things, and video games are how I blow off all my aggravation and pressure so I don't snap and... So that's one you need to check out as well. Um, Another one I'm 90% sure I've mentioned in the past, but if not, I apologize. I'm going to just throw it out there again just to make sure uh, another one you guys need to check out, You Should Have Ghosted. It's a fantabulous show. It's uh, two ladies talking about the true crime aspects of online dating and it's they're hilarious it's really you got to check it out and last but not least we are going to give a particularly big holler to somebody who has been super ultra supportive of the show um it's uh, dangerous and and gaz of the insanely dangerous retro pod show and it is it is a program that is about everything tied in from the 80s and 90s when most of us were growing up and these two guys are they're nuts there's all kinds of stuff they cover it's it's like nostalgia being shot right into your ear holes and it's got there's a lot of humor to it the the guys are pretty damn funny they talk about a lot of things that you know always bring a smile to my face and and there's Toothpaste Karaoke, which is Gaz singing while he brushes his teeth. And you get to guess the song, and if you guess the song, you can win a prize. And you really need to go over there and check out the show, and you will laugh and love it. And you will endorse them, support them, follow them on social media, and it will be a wonderful, great thing in your life, and you will be happy. 
or not. But anyway, so I've got a lot more shows. I've really kind of gone off the deep end on this whole podcasting. It's become a major factor in my life, and I don't see that abating anytime soon because, like I said, I like supporting small independent creators. It it puts new perspective into my days. It gives me something to that fold into my life. It's like having interactions that aren't there. And even though I am going to be going back to work in the coming days, I may be able to listen while I'm at work. I kind of hope so, but if not, I've still got a commute to drive back and forth on, so I still will be listening to my programs. I will still be adding new things. I will still be coming back here to tell you guys about them because I really do have a lot more podcast recommendations, but I'm going to try and keep it a reasonable number when I do these things. So be good to each other. Take care of each other. All the stuff I'm usually saying. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Don't be stupid. Don't be shitty. Don't be petty. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.